I want him to be like a fairy, a galaxy queen, mermaid-ish. I'm seeing mermaid things. Mermaid in space? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a lot. I'm going back over there. I'm guy. like, yeah, you can't me. I don't know. I'm just making a dress, man. So, hey, everyone. Um, our brief holiday hiatus is over, and we are back in the workroom, a podcast dedicated to the impeccable and ever Emmy-worthy show that is Project Runway. And I'm Marinez, and I'm joined again this week by special guest Shanice Aguiel. Hey, Shanice. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad you're back. Thanks for having me back this week. Yay. This is really exciting. I'm really excited about this week's episode. Yeah, always, always glad to have you here. Because so, of course, Amelia's off on her adventure halfway around the globe. So as we speak, who knows where she is? She could be like riding a yak somewhere. So um, I'm just really glad that you're gracious with your time and be with me while we kind of like hash this out. And um, and I feel like also so much is happening in the world and on this earth period. I'm just happy to focus a little bit on some pleasant things. Yeah, pleasant and things will do all of us just well at exactly. this moment in time. So. Yeah, we kind of need that. So for our listeners, thank you for tuning in with us. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And to also like us on facebook.com forward slash forward slash the workroom. And of course, we also have our cheat sheets for you. So you can follow along with us when we get right on to the runway. And the cheat sheets have all the final looks and they're in runway order. And of course, you will only see six because we're down to the final six, which makes me both excited and sad because yes. I really enjoyed this season. It's been so great. And um, at the top of this this episode here, we were reminded of last week where we had the epic double elimination. We so knew that was coming at some we point, knew it. right? Yeah, we predicted it. Yeah, that's right. You predicted it. I'm pretty sure it was you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, so yeah, we just didn't know when it was going to happen, but I didn't think it was going to happen the way that it did. But Me it neither. happened. Yeah. Yeah. We just so knew that was coming. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so we, of course, have that time of the podcast where the designers are sort of doing their debrief back at the Henry Norman Hotel over in Greenpoint. (laughs) (laughs) And we open with the guys who are talking and there are four of them. (laughs) There are four guys. And um, you have Majin who is pumped as always and and is <laughs> and as always is encouraging and and, and putting light into Cornelius. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and we also have the two women who are left, Logans and Aaron, um sort of, you know, kind of debriefing about Aaron's top finish last week. So so Aaron's back on a little bit of a streak, I guess. Not a, not a streak, but I guess sort of back in the good graces of mm-hmm. herself and and looks like the judges as well. So um, we jump into the challenge here and we have Heidi who comes out. And to me, she sort of drops a bomb on them that there are only, only two challenges left. Mm-hmm. And I think, she, you know, everyone freaks out because they're like, oh, I thought we would have a lot more time, which I also thought. And, um, and I kind of have this idea that Heidi is a little bit sadistic. And I feel like (laughs) if they hadn't reacted the way that they would have, she would have been like, Oh no, at the end of today, someone's going to die or something just to get like a reaction out of them. 
Yeah. But um, of course, she gives them their vague clues as always. And she says things like big buckle up and then and then bye. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I it's just it, it it's it's kind of like, great. Here we are. We just have to sit and watch Heidi for a few minutes kind of torture the designers and then not give yeah. them any information. Exactly. And um, so anyway, so we move on and, and then we, we find the designers entering a warehouse in the middle of who knows where and things were on fire. Tim is wearing khaki. So <laughs> I call it his, his like his smock suit or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, things are going to get a little wild out here. <laughs> Tim's yeah, in the exactly. wilds. And I um, thought I thought they were going to prison at first. I know that I thought it was gonna be so much more dramatic because, you know, they kind of like lead them into thinking, oh, we're going to go on a ride. And someone goes like, oh, my God, I hope it's not another roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, so then, yeah, yeah. So you, you and then you have like these flashes to this fire and these barbed wires. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to make something out of prison outfits. This is amazing. <laughs> oh but no, gosh. we're just in a warehouse with some. <laughs> With a setting like where, you know, the production people set all that stuff up for them. But um, anyway, so we find Tim, who's joined by uh, Brian Bolain, I think, who's a I'm just going to assume that he's a, a an exec from Lexus. So, yeah. of course, Lexus is one of the major sponsors and the grand prize will be a Lexus car. I don't know what the make and model is. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but uh, the big reveal is that n- they're not making, you know, car dresses or dresses out of the parts of these cars. It is an avant-garde challenge. And not only is it avant-garde, but it's also an unconventional challenge and they get two days. Mm. So I don't know about you, Shanice, but I was pretty excited about this kind of like, nice little glomming on of two challenges on top of each other again. I just love it when they do this. I was really excited about the avant-garde because, you know, when you're seeing these uh, designers who are kind of like always put in this box and they get a challenge where they're like allowed to think outside of the box. Yeah. I was like, wow, like what are they possible? What are they capable of? Like no borders, no restrictions, nothing like let's do this. Exactly. And especially if you're going to put an unconventional challenge on there. I don't believe this is the first time they've ever done this. So, um, but I, I, it's one of my favorite combinations because it's really difficult and it also, um, sort of just kind of shifts you, so shifts you out of, of like your, your normal process of, of thinking, even if you're Mm -hmm. someone who would consider themselves someone who can, can do avant-garde. Mm-hmm. I know it's a bit of a twist. It's a it's a nice twist, of course. There's the always a twist, right? With, exactly, <laughs> filled with twists. Um, so of course, you know everything's set up. They say go, and um, everyone starts running except for our our <laughs> chic femme Lacans. Uh huh. And um, which I which I all I think so far is the only time we've ever seen anyone actually peruse <laughs> during one of these they things. They had five minutes. They had five they had minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> and she's just like, I, the last thing I want to do, you know me, is rush and run. And I'm like, <laughs> go ahead, Laurence. She's just like, I don't, I don't do that. I just, I'm going to get there and I'm just going to look around and I'm just going to take what I need. 
I'm not going to be all disorganized like all you other crazy assholes. (laughs) So I just, I just love it. And, um, and then one thing that I thought was so hilarious is Majing is sweating as he would put it like a bitch in church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is like... I definitely remember when he said that. I was like, you're not the only one sweating Majing. You're not the only one. <laughs> exactly. So, um, because we have like Rick, actually the other person I think who is, who's running around with her head cut off is like Cornelius. Cornelius. Yes. Just, darting around and grabbing so much stuff. Um, lots of like chains and things that I thought looked really interesting. And, um, and, and I, and I kind of liked the idea. He was like, yeah, I'm just dr- grabbing whatever looks pretty. It's like, okay, good, good, great. This is, this is good <laughs> for you. Come on, Cornelius. Um, so, so anyway, so at the end of this, designers are going to get a chance to zip off to mood in their Lexus, whatever cars that they are Mm -hmm. for supplemental Mm -hmm. fabrics. And, um, and of course they leave Tim there who I'm sure had like his own stretch Lexus to take him to mood. Tim was really sweating as well. I mean, he was just standing there because I think maybe it was like the fire and I think it was the fire and the trash cans. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the heat radiating off of these designers because he was a little red. He was, yeah, maybe it was because of course I'm thinking, you know, he's in his khaki suit. Just saying that, it, you know, maybe it's like the the airiest suit he owns to film in really hot weather. I'm thinking it was short weather that day. He shouldn't have been wearing a suit, basically. <laughs> I mean, they were they were wearing, a lot of them looked like they were wearing uh, like short shorts and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It's definitely like really hot. <laughs> so, you know, you put them around fire and then it's probably nine degrees out. This <laughs> this summer was warm. Okay. All right, so then we we head on to mood, and um, did anything during this time get to you, or anything that you remember of this mood this mood section? Um, well, I thought it was really interesting that, um, well, in terms of like their fabric choices, I just wasn't quite sure what they. It didn't really seem like there was much of a focus on what they what their material choices were going to be since mm-hmm. there were so many um, pieces that were chosen from the warehouse. Yeah. Um, and I was just like kind of zoning in trying to, trying to like figure out like what their, what their, how their avant-garde was going to be expressed. And I think most of them realized that it was going to be colorful, mm-hmm. bold, like texture, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, but I, I did remember that, out of all the people on the show, Ma Jing, he went straight for denim. He was like, this is what I do. This mm-hmm. is what I know. If I'm going to go big, I'm going to go big with denim. Right. So. <laughs> so what were your thoughts on that? Because when he went to denim, I kind of just was like, "Ugh, don't do that. But. Um, yeah, I, I thought the same, too, because I just don't feel like denim is one of those materials that you can, like, really build up. Like, mm-hmm. it would have to be a lot of work, a lot of layering to get that over the top effect. I mean, of what avant-garde can mean so many things but I guess in terms of like um recreation and like doing something very different like I think he would almost have to create like a new texture mm-hmm. with denim as his base rather yeah. than like denim itself right. as the primary material because I think that might have been um one thing that I was concerned about because you know the idea of 
having all these extra materials um you know i you know of course at this moment we have no idea what he's going to do with them but um it just kind of seemed to me um just way too safe for this yeah. moment and and we'll see later on that he kind of um I, I think in my opinion reverts back to a lot of the things that he's already done that were a lot less successful for him mm-hmm. um but I also noticed that he's I think he's been wearing his clothes this entire season because he was wearing these shorts that look that had that like that that a uh, bleached look to them. Uh-huh. And I because I looked back at the episode a second time and I was like, I really like those shorts, but I think I think those are your shorts. I think you made those because they're like this green, did. yellow, whatever. And I was like, hmm, that's really interesting. Why wouldn't you do something like that on this <laughs> on this challenge? You know, like <laughs> use some Clorox or something. I don't know. I thought I would. His shorts looked really great. Oh yeah, that would have been really cool if yeah. he would have done that. That like that dye treatment that he was yeah. referring to that he did that um, I think Rick did in mm-hmm. the last challenge. Yeah. And if he did something like super extraordinary and just like wonderful and yeah. like blended it, I thought that would have been yeah that would have been a really cool yeah idea. But um, he doesn't do that. Spoiler alert. So anyway, so we because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of the things, okay. Another thing that, that I, that I kind of noticed that, you know, with people reverting back to things that they were doing before that weren't as successful. Okay. So last week, Cornelius um, was our winner and he <laughs> got these combinations of colors that at the very beginning, I was very skeptical and um, uh, Samelia bless her heart was not she was very optimistic she's like i like those colors together i was like i do not and then he did the same thing this time around like he went back and his idea he's like my idea of avant-garde is using big and bold colors and so he got you know these really um almost like pastel neon colors Mm -hmm. together and i was like okay they're they're weird colors together fine i'll give you the benefit of the doubt see where you're going to go with this but i was not happy <laughs> the colors he shows um and uh and aaron back to yellow you know these people mm-hmm. you know kind of going back to what you know there's some hint of very safe a safeness in choosing the supplemental fabrics so they don't have very many tricks up their sleeves no. or do they <laughs> i think they do this is a really talented group that's the thing oh you guys all right so <laughs> Um, oh, and before we go, so Swatch was really upset this episode. Oh, yeah. Just going. Swatch, Swatch got Tim Gunn on his hands and knees. Exactly. He kind of like tricked Tim into because uh, Tim was using a smock suit. So it was like, this is his work suit. Get on your hands and knees and like look around for the imaginary things that I'm barking at. But he was just acting a fool. Swatch refusing Pringles. Although I don't I don't subscribe to giving dogs. Pringles, first of all. Yeah. It's not not good Process. for them. Don't feed Swatch Pringles. <laughs> you know, bring him some actual food. Greenless. Yeah, they, they go there enough. They should know to bring the dog treats. Exactly. I think next time I go, I'm going to give him treats. Like healthy treats. <laughs> I've actually never seen Swatch <laughs> while I've been there. I've only seen Swatch once. And that was when another, oh my gosh, what was her name? I think they just had like a panel or something. Oh, and okay. there's some designers who are still sitting around this table and they're playing with Swatch. I was like, oh, they're going to Swatch. Uh, oh, so, okay. So, so cute. <laughs> um, all right. So we, of course, we get two days in the workroom this time around. It is 
an avant-garde challenge and unconventional. So I'm glad that they're giving them this time. And um, designers go back into the workroom with their wares. And, you know, we start off with this wonderful montage of visuals, but really it's the sounds of them taking out these unconventional materials and just kind of like laying them out on the tables and layering them all together. And, um, and, you know, and we kind of quickly get into their ideas of what they considered is avant-garde. And so the thing is, I feel like this challenge historically has also separated the wheat from the chaff, like the, mm-hmm. the ones who are, you know, cause everyone's talented. Everyone deserves to be there. But I kind of think that the avant-garde challenge is the one that kind of drives some people nuts. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. um, and so we have some people who are confused and other people who are just sort of going with it. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, during this first day, we kind of get into, okay, Cornelius, who is to sort of like playing around and eventually comes to this idea of butterflies. Yeah. Um, so, so Shanice, butterflies, is that avant-garde? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So um, <laughs> we have him use these tubes and I feel like so far, um, you know, fine, great. Use some, you know, let these tubes move you in any kind of way. But, um, you know, I just have to say, you know, I don't know. I, I was just, I was like, this is interesting. And I'll, I'll just leave it there and, and give Cornelia some slack. <laughs> on the bracket, but. I just, I just think that like, I was very interested to see what his idea of like a butterfly would be in avant-garde because mm-hmm. I, there's many ways right? There's many wonderful ways. Yeah. And there are a lot less obvious ways as well that have nothing to do with color, but has to do with form or even with, you know, the, you know, butterflies are insects. They have exoskeletons and they have, um, lots of little, you know, their wings are made of scales, you know, very, Mm -hmm. very small scales and, you know, Mm -hmm. they're flaky, as well there are parts <laughs> yes. of that that comes off when you touch them they're very delicate <laughs> they only li- they live for very um small lengths of time so they're ephemeral yes. so yes. there's a lot to do a lot, lot of you know a lot you can go with this um not with just you know curling the tubes but whatever it's fine um so then uh i don't know did anyone else because we have everyone's concept and there are only six people but did anyone else like stand out to you or excite you in his first day, um, my the the one person that really excited me was Aaron's concept. Mm-hmm. This idea of the paper dolls, which like I was so obsessed with when I was a kid, and I actually still collect like paper doll books. Really? Um, yeah, huh. I do. I do. Wait, do and you I ever just put thought, them together, or do you just keep them? No, I don't put them together anymore. Okay. I just keep the books. Yeah, okay. I just thought it was like so neat that she had this idea, and I said, "Wow, that's something." that I don't think I've really seen where mm-hmm. it's like this more like flat look, more yeah. linear look. And then, you know, she always, she obviously has this color yellow, so it's really going to pop. So I think her concept really kind of uh, hit, struck a chord with me. I was most excited to see what she was, how she was going to execute, execute her vision. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I really love that concept too. And mostly I really love the, I mean, the way she was tearing apart her materials, 
mm-hmm. it, kinda, it, it was very evident more than more so than with other designers that she's used to doing this playful thing. We've seen her do that with embroidery techniques that she's, um, you know, employed in the, the previous episodes. But mm-hmm. but with this, it's almost kind of like right away. She always has this calm demeanor, even though she doesn't have enough time to do anything. <laughs> yeah, it was almost kind of like, OK, I think this is her stride. She's hit she's hit something here and she has a, you know, a re- like a lot of really good, interesting materials put together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the paper doll idea, I was like, huh, I can't wait to see how that's going to turn out. But, um, I thought what was interesting that she did not listen to Majing about the, there's a glue incident. So there's lots of glue ever, you know, whenever there's unconventional materials involved. Um, so there's like a run in with Majing because Majing's trying to be nice and telling her don't use that glue because if it dries when it dries it's going to bubble up and so um anyway so how do you think he knew how do you think he knew that though i feel like he must also deal with a lot of craft i don't know like majing is like a i don't know it just seems like he's not just denim this is a thing it's not just (laughs) denim i think you know, he's someone who definitely plays around with materials and and has that like crafty background because I wouldn't have known about that glue either. I'm really terrible with even different types of, you know, adhesives. Like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what things are called and mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how things are, you know, even with like paints and, and whatever, what's the, what's the best paint to use or what's the best, best mm-hmm. technique with that and even thinking mm-hmm. about the clothes that he's he wears or the how he treats his denims um that he's you know even his shorts you know I don't know mm-hmm. how you would get that color on denim but I feel like he's someone who plays around with things like that mm-hmm. material mm-hmm. so I thought it was interesting that he came over and was like don't use that glue and she was like oh, I'm gonna use it he's like I'm telling you don't use that glue he just he just knew <laughs> and she didn't listen but oh well um, but, um, we can talk about Majin then, cause to me, he seemed a little confused up front and just kind of had this crazy concept of this more mermaid coral galaxy woman or whatever. And it just, mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of in line with his, um, I, you know, the way he conceptualizes things the way he thinks about things they're not always concrete they're always just mm-hmm, sort of like mm-hmm. floating around so mm-hmm. um that was a little uh worrisome to me because whenever people are just kind of like avant-garde is this and i'm like uh not not maybe not not really but you know he was just doing a little bit too much um and and yeah Anyway, but yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I think it would have been interesting because he, I noticed that he was making uh, his like the overall like frame was a dress mm-hmm. or it seemed to be maybe that's what he was going to make. Oh, right, right. Uh, and I thought it would have been maybe interesting if he would have done something like a little bit more full body. Hmm. Because if you're going to do like this space, not space, but like galaxy girl, queen, you know, mm-hmm. they're pretty much like really covered up. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like, almost like a suit of some sort, like a, like a latex suit, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like a denim suit. Like yeah. that would have been really interesting. Yeah. I mean, if, if they had had denim, 
like a if they had like a um what what do you call those things like the huge things of fabric on them the cape no 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 the thing the thingies the <laughs> the things that you pull out from <laughs> the bolt yeah a bolt <laughs> okay <laughs> i think if they just like stuck a bolt of denim in the middle of all those other unconventional materials, he would have been fine. Yeah. So if this hadn't been an unconventional challenge, I think maybe he would have done that. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm really curious to see how he would have taken this if he only worked with denim for mm-hmm. an avant-garde thing. But then again, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of glad that there was no denim there. I don't know. I'm just like, imagine you do something mm-hmm. else. Like try another <laughs> material. I get it, but try another one. Um. And then we also have Logance, who's bringing back her shoulders again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, which I which I think is really interesting. But also, I think what's more interesting is that we had Dexter, <laughs> who was eliminated yes. last episode for yes. these recurring Mickey Mouse shoulders, and exactly, I think Logance has done shoulders every single challenge (laughs) and has not been touched at all for them has not been called out at all and it's been the exact opposite and here she is they're back yep they're back the shoulders yeah yeah that's Um, her style yeah it is and there's nothing anyone can say about it (laughs) she's not going to change it (laughs) um but anyway so we basically just have everyone sort of playing around with their materials and and um, I don't know. Did you have any thoughts on on Rick, who on was Rick, also struggling I, a little bit? I actually thought, as I know, he's one of those people, our contestants on the show, who also kind of has issues with thinking way outside the box. Mm-hmm. Like he's very much about like the female figure and making something very beautiful and something that actually compliments the woman. So for him to do avant garde, I think it was probably going to be a huge challenge for him. Mm-hmm. And I know he was kind of struggling with, did I get enough materials right, right. Uh, for this challenge uh, when, whenever they were in the warehouse? And I don't know. I just felt like his concept or what was in the developmental stages were kind of just something that I've seen before or, or just not that innovative. Mm-hmm. But I definitely thought, in, at least from the developmental stages, that he was in the, the lower part of the group for me. Like, I did not think he compared to Aaron's concept. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was on a completely different spectrum. Even though Majing like was probably right there with Rick in terms of like having this concept idea, like a little bit of confusion, I just felt like Rick was maybe on the lower end. He yeah. was on the lower end for me. Yeah, I just wasn't excited by what he was doing. And mostly because he tends to work in these, you know, like in, in black and pretty, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. And I think... Uh, maybe it's just back when you know the group challenge they they played around with blue but um and then the, the one of those other challenges he he used like metallics and 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 some blues but i don't know it was just it just didn't really it it seemed like a normal you know, i don't know the silhouette was so normal but the, and that's another mm-hmm. thing like he works very well and you know mm-hmm. we get to um you know, the second day and I, or at the end of the first day and he pretty much is done on top. It almost looks mm-hmm, as if mm-hmm. his dress is finished. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I'm just like, you guys have two days and, and y- you know, take some risks. There's, there's some things that should take more time. Exactly. Um, 
So yeah. Anyway. Um, so do you want to move on to day two? Day two. Day two. So we're back in the workroom and um, it opens up with Aaron finding that her glue bubbled up just like Majing said it was going to oh. do. And there's the thing is, which I think is hilarious, is that there is so much drama around this revelation that, oh, my God, Majing was right. And Majing was like, I told you, girl, I told you. <laughs> like, this was going to bubble up. You should have listened to me. I wasn't trying to knock you. I'm just trying to be nice. And so then she's like, oh, well, you know, that was a fun sampling evening. And everyone's just like, I would be freaking out. And she's just like, La-dee-da, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't care. And doesn't I was even care. Because I was like, she's going to end up just using them anyway, guys. Like, it's fine. It's like, <laughs> well, you know, I guess. Oh, no. And it's like, I would be freaking out if I were her. Like, Rick is upset. Cornelius is upset for her. Majing's upset. And she's like, I'm just going to use these things. <laughs> and I thought it was so hilarious because, like, guys, it's not, <laughs> why are oh, you worried? It's okay. But um, anyway, that was that was, like, my favorite thing of the next day because it's like, what? And then Marjane was like, I was right. It's like, she's like, you were right. But oh, well. <laughs> so it's like he, never, he didn't even get the satisfaction. Um, anyway, so so but day two, we we um, we quickly get into some Tim time. And Tim comes into the workroom to critique. And um, yeah, did anyone stand out with to you? Um with with you know in terms of like Tim's feedback um yeah I think that Tim gave some really great feedback for Cornelius's look Mm -hmm. you know he kind of like identified some problem areas in terms of the silhouette that he it wasn't necessarily the silhouette that he was creating but it was more of like the decorative or the design element and where there was like more of a focus on a certain part of the female's figure right and uh because I kind of you know, thought that, that some things were a little obvious and it, it wasn't, it should have been obvious to Cornelius and it wasn't until Tim told him, <laughs> which I thought was just it, like, really? You don't see that you're making a huge circle around her womb. Like you're just like circling that area. Yeah. With this. And honestly, I just didn't even think that look was avant-garde. The fact that it fit the, the dress form the way it did. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, that looks like a, a woman's business outfit. <laughs> like just throw on a black blazer and she can walk her out the door. Exactly. To me, it looked that, like, it looked like the thing he won with the, with last week. Exactly. So, and the colors were just not doing it for me. It just wasn't creative enough. It just seemed very bland. And this is sort of what I, I I'm getting from him. So again, I'll repeat last week, you know, he had all of those different types of leathers and I was, uh, I was not okay with the, with the colors he chose. I just thought that some of them didn't belong, but I expected to see more color and said he made a gray dress with those little tiny things of, of color in there, which I get, which is fine. That's your aesthetic. That's fine. But mm-hmm. the same thing with this, if you're saying at the outset that the way you go bold and they were asked to go bold with this is with color. And then you make a black dress with little, <laughs> you know, lines of color in it. Exactly. How is that bold? That's, that's, exactly. that's not bold. So, um, 
I, I agree. And, and it's interesting that there's certain things that he just, that did not come up for him until, you know, Tim was like, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, anyone else? I'm trying to think, let's see. Um, I thought it was interesting that Tim pointed out that the concept for Mahjing was interesting, but maybe that it was a little bit weighted. Mm. You know, I thought, I thought, and, and also maybe even similar with Aaron, that they were using these materials that were kind of like, they are super industrial, but at the end of the day, they need to be worn. So right, right. if you're creating something, make sure that it's also wearable, meaning uh, functional, like they can actually wear it without getting yeah. uh, feeling like their fo- clothing is falling off of them or that it's like piercing into their skin. Exactly. So, I mean, okay, so the whole, like, being wearable and not piercing to your skin, Shanice, is that avant-garde? <laughs> that is very avant-garde, yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> and I agree, there are so many things that he brought up. For instance, um, I just love that <laughs> Majin had all these sculptures and all these beautiful coral copper things. And then he picks them up and gives them to Tim and Tim goes, these are heavy. And Imagine's like, they are? I was like, you're holding them too. (laughs) You have them too. You have hands and you have sensors. You have a brain that can tell you how weighty these things are in your hand. And how come they didn't feel heavy to you until that moment? I just thought, (laughs) you know, Tim just kind of came in and was like, this is wrong, guys. We're like, oh, my eyes are open to a new. I'm doing these wrong things in my designs. Like, man, oh, this. Is- <laughs> so I just that moment when he picked them up, picked up his little coral things, and it was like, these are heavy, Majin. He was like, oh, are they? It's like, yeah, yeah, they're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he I calls thought- it costumey. <laughs> yeah, Majin- and then and, and Majin's looking around like. Kind of like that uh, that scene from a horror movie where it's like, da, 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 like looking around, wait, if my look is costumey, then what is his look? And what is her look? And what is his look? <laughs> it was I'm so, really great. so sorry for him because I was like, I, you are more confused about what is avant-garde. Because he was like, I'm hearing paper dolls from Aaron and... And I'm looking at what Roberry's made. I have a Robocop over there. And then, and then Laurence is making a stair dress. And I was like, you know what? You have a point. (laughs) You have a great point. You have a a really good point. Um, And I just, (laughs) I just thought it was so funny because holy crap, it's, it is, this is a, this, uh, this is what makes this challenge so difficult. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I didn't necessarily um, agree with Tim that it was cost to me, but I think because man, I wish he had been a little bit more clear so that Majin would have known that maybe simply layering them on top of the denim and just sort of just kind of like hacking it on or even trying to create these hips that he was, he was calling them hip sculptures or something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that also isn't necessarily avant-garde even though i think mm-hmm, he thinks mm-hmm. those are that is what avant-garde is hips like like for instance it's like i guess for him it was like he had a dress and then it had like the pieces on it versus mm-hmm. like uh <clears throat> like like rick's piece where if you were to remove any part of 
those like non-conventional items, the dress would not be there. So it's like yeah. more in, like incorporating these unconventional materials into the conventional materials so that they cannot survive alone. They have to yeah. be completely uh, dependent or like more fluid. And I think that that was the point maybe that Tim wanted to get across, but mm-hmm. he just said, no, it, look, it looks like too costuming. Yeah, you know? I, I just, you know, make it a garment. It wasn't yeah. a garment. It was decoration. It was just a very heavy, heavy, heavy accessory. And, yeah. you know, if you really just wanted to make a denim dress, then do what Cornelius did and make it, make it like crazy. And yeah. then put some, like try to incorporate some materials in there. Cause Cornelius is basically making a neoprene dress. So <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, um, <laughs> let's see here. Who did we miss? We missed Lagance. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk about her. Um, Tim, I it was- Tim does talk about, he doesn't really bring up the shoulders. He just brings up the fact that it is very Lagance, this dress. You look at Definitely. it and you, and you know that it's her. Um, but I thought what was really interesting and also, um, you know, maybe, <laughs> Maybe it's just prejudice of me to assume that she out of everyone because she speaks French should know what avant-garde actually means. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, that's also what she was saying. She's like, everyone has their own definition of avant-garde. Mm-hmm. But like, I did not know what her, I mean, I thought, uh, yeah. Because her <laughs> idea of, of, of avant-garde is freedom in, in fashion, mm-hmm. which I agree. Um, and then even I have seen you know, very, very interesting concepts with avant-garde and, and, and haute couture looks where if someone says, I'm going to make a stairway dress, then they'll make a stairway dress. And I thought it was interesting for her to start off like that. It's like, I want to make a stairway dress. And um, I was like, okay, that's a, that's an interesting starting off point. But, um, uh, but I think from what we saw, it was interesting that there was a lot to show Tim um, and what I saw was, was just still her playing it very safe. Very and I, safe. I agreed with the other designers when, you know, they have the, their little montages where they kind of chime in and, you know, they're pointing out the shoulders, but I think of all above everything else, it was a black dress. It was a black dress. Yeah. So. I completely agree. I, I feel like. From what I was seeing on the mannequins, I wasn't actually that excited about anyone's look because yeah. avant-garde is draw on the ground. I mean, because I think... Jaw-dropping. Maybe like, our... Literally, the sky is the limit. Like, yeah. there are no boundaries, at least for them. I mean, because a lot of them have been playing so safe, but this is their really their opportunity. Right. It just give us something that's kind of in their heads and they've always wanted to do and really show the side of themselves yeah. that... Because so. I, you know, I always think back to, and I know you love Christian Siriano as well. Yeah, that that's season, and that's who kept coming in in my head yeah. every time I. Season oh four, people. Season four was. So I'm gonna great. watch that season again just to yeah. be so inspired that by the end of the end of 2016, just to be a little bit like him and just yeah, be you, yeah, and just I totally be big agree. and be bold and be beautiful, yeah. you know, and yeah. he he did it, yeah. And I think I, if I remember correctly, it was just something that he always wanted to do. Just like what you said, he just, always, you know, just always. Well, if you had all the money to spend on all this beautiful organza and yeah. <laughs> what would you do with that? 
And so um, I agree. You know, you know, Roberry is my favorite, but he was to me making a car dress. The dress (laughs) looked like a car. And then um, I think that's the only person we haven't spoken about. But yeah, I was not really excited about anyone when Tim left. Um, Because, you know, there's no volume in the room. There's no there's not a lot of color in the room. And um, and yeah, there's just not not a lot going on but um so so we get to the end of tim's critique and he leaves everyone to panic and figure shit out (laughs) before the next day and um i'll just have to say that the thing that i love about cornelius is that he's so freaking weird and i think it's coming (laughs) out so he decides to make no changes to his outfit no changes (laughs) The only thing he changed is what it was about. So yeah, he only exactly. changed his concept to being from being a butterfly to a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Exactly. Because, okay. I, so, cause I don't know about you, Shanice, cause I know you also have a science background. Mm-hmm. I love learning about parasites. I think parasites are some of the most amazing organisms on this earth they're extremely interesting and fascinating. Um, and I kind of thought, like, if this idea of a parasite, if he had started with it, could have been kind of amazing. Definitely. Instead of a butterfly. That seems a lot more exciting than <laughs> butterflies. Oh, but, my gosh. Um, yeah, but, oh, gosh, that, oh, that just reminds me of so many things that have just started off great and gone wrong. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. Um and, you know, we have Majin who has like a like a costume conundrum and, you know, you know, everyone's sort of just trying to figure it out and, and, and in their own ways. But thankfully, the models come in and um, they get to sort of figure out some stuff. And, you know, Majin mm-hmm. has a moment with his hip sculptures <laughs> and it confirming that they're too heavy for his model. Yes. I think yes. he must have the tallest and thinnest model out of everyone there. <laughs> and she's the one who has so to too. basically wear this two ton piece of armor on her exactly. tiny, tiny frail body. And, Little um, body. Exactly. <laughs> she's so small. And, uh, and you know, we have Laurence who's struggling with the length of her, of her dress, which is very, very mm-hmm. short. But the thing that I noticed is she's weaving in the leather that she bought from Mood. Um, and it was this teal, this really kind of interesting teal look. Mm-hmm. But she spray painted it black. Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one side of it was blue. The other side was black. Because she spray painted one of the sides black. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I think I may have missed that. Yeah. It it kind of it it uh, low key infuriated me because <laughs> I was like, girl, that was your color. That could have been something that was a little bit different than what you usually do. It's still leather because mm-hmm. you know you still have to be safe in some ways. But it was turquoise or or teal yeah. or it was like a really bright color. Um, also, I'm just annoyed at her making things short and wondering if the judges will notice. I'm like, of course, want to notice. <laughs> Gosh. I'm like, if you notice, everyone's going to notice. That's the thing. So, yeah. Um, But anything about this model fitting or 
or or right after Tim leaves that you noticed or no? With the model fitting? Yeah. Yeah. I think it kind of goes back to like, okay, with Majing, it was heavy. He knew he was going to try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then the same with Aaron. She just wanted to make sure that it was like, it worked, but Mm -hmm. you know, for most of them, they just kind of seemed like they were still trying to make it work. And, it, you know, they were, they had the concept, they had the idea, but it was just about like those last moments of like really pulling it together. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I feel like they don't really have a lot of time left. And no. I think, you know, they, since they've had two days, the the next day, is runway day and they're I know they're, they're I mean they're not going to give them a lot of time since they've already had exactly. so much time um gosh and so I had okay another question about Majing's dress in particular um besides straps how could he have do you know how he could have fixed his two-ton dress because I was thinking if he had built a corset mm-hmm. maybe if he had lined it with some bony and giving it some structure up top. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. That would have helped. But I think when it comes to strapless, mm-hmm. you really can't, it doesn't really matter unless it's like really fixed in the core. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to fall. Okay. You, I mean, we've been to so many different like events or weddings when you see the people with the strapless yeah, when they're, they're dancing, up. Yeah. they're still pulling up, they're still pulling it up. Right. So I think that structure even if it's like an outer corset or not, you just can't like put too much weight in the center. It almost has to like stand on its own. Yeah. But so, um, so that's, a, that's obviously like a construction issue. Yeah. For him. And, and you know, if, if it wasn't, if it wasn't clear before it's for any of the listeners who have not seen the episode, Majin is where is making a strapless dress that weighs two tons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. literally on the thinnest, <laughs> it weighs too much tallest model that they have. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so she's going through the fitting, just kind of like holding this dress up. And, um, it's like, I hope she, you know, she has to do some, like some push ups or some curls to kind of like, <laughs> walk on that runway the next day. Exactly. Um, so, so we kind of, you kind of leave the, the designers with these last minute fixes and, and some things are starting to come together for a lot of people. There's a lot of gluing. And of course, because it's, you know, unconventional, um, there's a lot of bleeding, you know, people are just sort of like cutting themselves. <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's, let's head to runway day and we are still in the workroom. So as I've said, since they've had two days, <laughs> there's only an hour for hair and makeup and not a lot of time for fitting. Cause the assumption is you've got, you've had more than enough time. Um, so, <laughs> so w- what, what I think is really kind of precious in this moment is that, you know, we have the, do you remember this, that moment where Cornelius is talking about all this stuff that's going around and he's like, yeah, you know, um, Aaron is low key and Roberry is being really quiet. You can't hear him. And, and, and Rick is sort of really focused. Laurence is chill and Majing is crying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so perfect because they, they, they pan over to him and he's just like crying. He's just, just crying. He but really nailed like, it. He just, because like, it, and I feel like maybe it was just that moment where he's just kind of like lost it for a little second. But I don't know. It seemed like a very contained cry. Like Majin is, it's like, this is just part of my process where I just cry. I, cry, I give myself five minutes. I cry. And then, you know, you go back to fitting. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was so precious. Um so yeah, and and um I don't know if you have any last minute thoughts before we go on to the runway. I don't have any last minute thoughts. I'm ready for the runway. Yay. Okay. So let's head there, guys. <laughs> and that means it's cheat sheet time. Cheat sheet time. So you can find the cheat sheet um link in our link section and it'll link to either our Facebook page, you can go there, or um, you can also go to the link that'll take you to my website, whichever is easiest, um, you'll find a JPEG and it'll just kind of pop up there. So, um, so we're, we're on to the runway and um, we have Heidi do her normal intro, but before she actually um, introduces the judges, so she asks the designers, who they think had the best design. And Rick is the only one who raised his hand, which I think is, <laughs> is really interesting um, because she, she calls him out and it's like, so why, why do you think? And I'm like, you just love to torture these poor, poor designers. Exactly. Leave them alone, Heidi. Stop asking the questions and they're, they've already gone through enough. And so, <laughs> But poor Rick, he was like, I thought everyone was going to raise their hands because isn't that what this is about? Anyway, so he got suckered into that. Um, so the judges for this week are normals, which are, of course, Heidi, Zach, Posen, um, Nina Garcia. And then we have Sherry Appleby from the show Unreal. Oh, my gosh, Shanice. I love the show. Have you I've ever seen Unreal? I've never seen it, but I do recognize her as being an actress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very good she yeah. is she's indeed an actress and again we no rep from lexus no rep from like whoever like you know opened this no. challenge we just have a random actress who well not random but she's a lifetime actress but she is kind of random um also you know anyway i just think i think this is really interesting but this week I usually get upset when they have these actresses or bloggers who I don't know, but I know Sherry Appleby and I really love Unreal. Anyway, so I'm biased. Um, all right, so let's let's go on to the cheat sheet. And then of course, it's in runway order. So first up, we have Cornelius and his uh, butter, butter, butterfly slash parasite suit. Um, yes. I actually didn't write any notes for this one. I don't know why. I think I just. <laughs> I, I think that means. Down. I think that means that the next contestant is uh, oh. definitely not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you write any or did you have any thoughts on this? Oh my goodness. Other than that. I, I, oh God. Just, it just was. I mean, honestly, if it were Halloween, I wouldn't even know what it was. I, I, so to me, I feel like he has so much in him and he could really even play on this like super like demure like put together woman and just mm -hmm. make something amazing and I just feel like it was not a butterfly and it was not a parasite mm -mm. it was just a woman wearing a business suit with some tubes coming exactly. out of her body that's what it was yep yep just a pencil skirt bottom and a weird cow on the front like what is that like it's like a hood coming out of her chest and you know I get with these, I get it with these lines or whatever, but I feel also as if these lines are also in trend. We've seen them before. Actually, Natalia has done these lines on, on her outfits, um, who is his classmate. 
Um, and so I, there's no, there's nothing here. I just, yeah. I'm so, uh, so frustrated with Cornelius. Um, <laughs> it's just a very boring outfit with tubes. So, um, he did not set out to do what I thought. And it happens every single time when he's like, I'm exactly. going to do this. It's like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what you do with it. And then he makes it really boring. <laughs> I'm very conventional. This is the same silhouette from him every single time. Um, exactly. I have to say something that's fitted, um, in, in a sense, you know, follows the curves of, of the woman, but, um, has this weird incorporation of other textiles and not, in a good way because he kept that mm -hmm. little loop at the bottom coming out of her uterus mm -hmm. as Nina mm -hmm. Garcia will say <laughs> later. <laughs> um, just, just drawing attention to that part of the body in a, in, and I may feel like it could also have been comical. It could have been something. This is just to me, um, uh, clueless because you see even in the back, you, you got, you, you have like her two butt cheeks. It's like knock, knock. <laughs> Exactly. What? <laughs> what were you thinking? What is coming out of her butt? Like what energy is coming out of there? Or exactly. what parasite is coming? Like, anyway. All right. I mean, <laughs> it could have been going around her head. It was just a lot could have been done with these tubes. And we have seen tube couture, you know, I'm just thinking about even um, last season where someone took tubing yeah. and made an amazing dress out of it. Um, exactly. All right, so let's enough enough of, of Cornelius. So next, let's move on to Majing. Majing, Majing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the denim dress. And the denim comes down the runway. Oh yeah, is that avant garde? Yes. Um, oh, <laughs> I thought his coral, these coral things that he made were really wonderful, but the silhouette is just so conventional. There's yeah. just, just nothing about it. And, and in a way it was just unfortunate that that girl had to hold up her dress with yeah. her tiny, tiny arms. And um, I don't know if you noticed on his mannequin, that he had a choker the whole time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And but she didn't have the choker on no. at the end. And that was the thing. I was just like, thank God. Thank God he didn't put the choker <laughs> on her because the choker it, was crazy. It would have put her in the ground. Who knows how much that choker weighed? It could have been like 30 pounds. <laughs> she would not have a well, carbone. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe that could have been like the choker and then like that could have been like the connected <gasps> strap all the way around the entire body. I know. You know, like that's so been interesting. Uh, hindsight. Ugh. <laughs> Gosh, because that's one of the things that's frustrating for me is hearing the post, uh, what it, what I call the post mortem as they're walking down the uh -huh. runway, and so like you how know, it been. yeah, how they could have changed it. It's like, oh, now I'm seeing that it's a little boring, or now I'm seeing that it's coming down the runway that the beige isn't popping as I thought it would be. I'm like, beige, really? And so with this, <laughs> he's like, oh, I should have used straps. I was like, straps, <laughs> straps, majing, exactly. straps. And so I just was like, oh but why didn't you do that? Um, <laughs> this is so frustrating. But did you, did you have any other thoughts on it? Um, on his look? I mean, I just feel like avant-garde is really hard to define. And that's, but it's also, but when you see it, you know exactly what it is. Mm. And I just don't think that that was it. Probably was, but 
it just wasn't like exciting. It could have yeah. been way more exciting. And I think that he kind of, he could have gone a little bit further in either direction. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was just very safe. I, I just don't know. They're not looking at editorial. They're not looking at editorial. Mag- uh, are they looking at enough runway? Are they looking at couture? Are they looking at what are they really inspired by? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't, I feel like it was a really great attempt and I know it's very hard to do a challenge like that and, and really think on your feet in two mm-hmm. hours. But that's the point of the whole competition, right? Right. Exactly. So, and, you know, maybe he uh-oh. thought this, you know, cause you know, he is inspired by his partner and mm-hmm. perhaps that is something that is very limiting here that he continues mm-hmm. to make clothes that she would wear or that he mm-hmm. would want to see her in. And so, um, because cause whenever he comes up with this kind of silhouette, I think back to how, you know, he's just like, yeah, she's my inspiration. She's my muse. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, sometimes um, you just kind of have to go beyond that and and just think of something else in a way. Exactly. Exactly. And also use a different material. So different material, different material. Shock us. Shock us all. So <laughs> next we have Rick. And um, Shanice, is it avant-garde? In Rick's mind, yes. Okay. In but my mind, in your mind, Shanice, is it avant-garde? No. <laughs> I thought it was very clean and understated, but understated, not yeah. avant-garde. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was very beautiful going down the runway. I thought it was it. It was fit. It fit the model very well. It was not hard to look at. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very. It is something that is very wearable. Right. I can't agree on those things. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there was no mystery. I feel like avant garde is, or again, in my opinion, it's that it's what you aspire. What what is in your imagination? What is something almost like? untouchable but so beautiful and so inspiring to look at yeah I all you know and I and I also think that um for 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 one I imagine this dress being a lot longer and having Mm -hmm. a lot more of a dramatic impact but the way he designs I do think he's so careful giving himself time to make something that is just impeccably done which I think yeah. has served him very well, but I can see how he was like, no, it's just going to be this length and it's just going to be this. So I can like put a zipper in and make sure that all the hems are finished and make sure that everything that is hand stitched is hand stitched, make sure that it's perfect. And, exactly. You know, and in a way it's kind of like, ah, uh, like, can you push yourself to a point where maybe it isn't as refined as you would like for it to be, but exactly. still you kind of got a little bit more of your ideas in there. If you exactly. have any more, which I hope he does, but <laughs> who knows? Because exactly. this was to me, uh, it's like okay, fine. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Um. All right. Next, Aaron. My girl Aaron came through for me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> this was so good. This was yeah. <laughs> And some of the young people like to say, this was dope. Oh, oh, is that what they are saying on this, on the, what they call streets? 
I don't know what that accent is. We could call him Sweets. (laughs) I like to call Subway Talk. I don't know. (laughs) Off the track. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness, though. It was so great. I just loved how she went for it. I mean, how. Okay. First of all, the girl was not wearing a shirt. She had. She was Mm -hmm. so exposed. She was so nude and naked. Yeah. Kind of like what Dexter was going for the previous week. Something like, oh yeah, covered up, but like, you know, just just nude yeah. underneath. But you didn't see it. You just saw. You're in your mind, in my mind, at least. I said, "Wow, look at that! There's so much color. Mm-hmm. The shape, the construction is so solid. It's oversized, which is what she does. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at least in the, it, it did it for me. It did it in the front." It was all there. Yeah. And in the back, it was all about the pants. And I love the color of the pants. I love the cut of the pants. I would wear those pants. You know, I and I don't even know if I can mention um, this, but uh, Tracy Ellis Ross has this pair of like really awesome like mustard pants. What do you mean? She has like wearing. one pair? She wears, there's just like this one pair that she's been wearing. And it kind of reminds me of these pants that uh, Aaron made. And mm-hmm. it's just like that, that staple look. Yeah, you can be, you can like wake up and like put on a white t-shirt and put on those pants, and then like that changes your whole day. That changes the day yeah. how you feel. We'll see you. Yeah, and uh, but then for her, so she has like this wearable look, this conventional look, which is the pants, and then mm-hmm. she has this unconventional aspect, which is the top, like caged outfit, which people are making fun of. They're saying like the chicken coop, the chicken wire, like and all also this stuff. Like it's a it's a chicken yellow and blah blah blah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it worked. It looked so great. And I love like the little decal. And I don't know if you noticed, but it in the in the workroom, she kind of molded this bow out of uh, metal. Yeah. And then coming down the runway, you realize that the bow is those little appliques that she was working on. It actually made a bow all the way down to the pockets. The shape looks like a bow. Like, look, look at the cheat sheet. It's so interesting. Wait, where is the bow? I don't. Oh, I get it. The whole thing. So the, the, the faux pockets in the front, it's, those yes. are kind of like the bottom of the bow. Exactly. That's, at mm. least that's what I see. I feel like that's what I'm, what I kind of see is yeah. this, uh, trying to see if I can um, pull it up again. But that to me was the bow. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I feel like very feminine and um, very like, in my opinion, avant-garde. <laughs> <laughs> No, I totally agree because it was, you know, at the same time, it was playful, it was going somewhere. And I think it completely made sense with her concept because it's, you know, of course, with with this aesthetic, you can go either way. It could be very, it could be whatever you want it to be. That's, that's whatever. Exactly. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to put like choices. But I think, yeah, it was very consistent. And even the process of it, she really, really played around with these materials. And, and yeah. honestly you know, just experimented and had fun with it. And, um, and the pants are crazy. They're just crazy. And, (laughs) you know, I just, I was just looking at them. I'm just like, I really, I really, again, want those pants. I want them. And, um, and and that's, that's what's interesting about this is this is a very unconventional piece. There is something that you come away with saying, I, mm-hmm. I could have that in my life, in, in real life, exactly. and, and, and walk exactly. around with it normally. Um, the top, not so much. But still, it's something that's just extremely interesting and wonderful to look at. <gasps> oh, my God. Are those high-waisted? 
Okay, exactly. so you can't see, but but um, Shanice found the pants for um, Tracy Ellis Ross and is showing them, showing me these pants. And they're Celine. They're I Celine. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Oh, it's pants season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and so I, I just am so glad that this was not, um, that she didn't make a coat. I'm so glad that she didn't use any heavy felts or wools or anything like that. Um, exactly. this is like, I, I really do hope that this kind of pushes her somewhere for the next, for the next challenge. Um, because, and again, she's doing something that is, um, safe in her realm, which is this use of the color yellow. Exactly. Um, but unlike Dexter, oh, rest in peace, Dexter, who used his, Aww. you know, his mouse <laughs> shoulders in, in a very, um, uh, unsuccessful way. I think with this color, um, we could get very tired of it, but I, but I, but in a sense, we have not really seen a lot of this color, um, even on the show, in, for exactly. instance, because I think the last time we did see this color, um, you know, someone got eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and one reason is they couldn't really handle the color, but she can, and I think it's it's really wonderful. So. I want those pants. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved the look. Loved it. All right. So next we go on to Laurence and her stairway dress. And um, uh, Shanice. Mm. Is this avant-garde? <laughs> this is Laurence. <laughs> You're not even going to answer the question. <laughs> I just can't, I can't, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, I cannot be black and white on this, it's just so, it's oh, just man. so much. Okay, what do you have to say about this? Go ahead. I don't know, I just felt like Laurence could just really knock it out the park on this, mm -hmm. and it just was, if I saw that on a man, if I saw this look on a mannequin, I would say, wow, maybe if it was wonderfully styled in a magazine, mm -hmm. I would say, wow. But on this runway, I just didn't didn't really do it for me. I mean, it was cool. It was cool to see her make textures out of the color black. And mm -hmm. honestly, this kind of inspired me to not wear black. Hmm. Um, I it actually inspired me to wear more color in my own personal life because, yeah. based on as well, I guess as we'll see in the judges' comments, um, I don't I don't know. I just didn't really identify with her vision of avant garde and mm. how it was executed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I just was so disappointed. Huh? Wait, <laughs> is this song? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think it's it could be on a, on some level if she had more time, it could mm -hmm. it could have been couture, but it's not to me anything that's different from anything she's done before, and yeah. the shoulders don't help. And I was really upset that she kept that skirt so long, so short. <laughs> I'm, so I don't short. know why. I'm just like, I'm just really upset that this dress, that there's not a lot of dress there. And I think it's the same thing with Rick. I'm like, come on. I, and it doesn't <laughs> have to be long. But for some reason, I'm like, can't you guys do more? Can't you give us more clothes and more of what you're doing? And, you know, maybe, you know, continue that texture. Couldn't those have been pants? Like something exactly. with that technique, couldn't you have kept it turquoise? Why are you taking the color out of your design? And even with this, you know, she's done this interesting thing with those locks on top where she's, you know, taken 
the cutter and she's cut them in half. And Mm -hmm. that is really, really interesting. She could have done a lot more of that, but instead she left it so that it looked like necklaces. Like it just looks like an accessory and it looks very Macy's like a, like a high end Macy's to me. And I'm just, (laughs) I'm just, I'm just a little, I, and it's only because I know she has so much more. She has so much potential. She has won me over to jumpsuits. She's yes. done oh, the impossible. Yes. And so I'm like, come on, come on, Laurence. Like, you know, ele- <laughs> elevate this and transport us. And she's not, exactly. she's not doing that. Exactly. Transport uh, us. So talented. <laughs> she's not transport. We're not going anywhere. We're still in the subway. <laughs> we're under, the, we're in the tunnel underneath the river and we're not moving. And we, exactly. there, there's no, there's, there's, there's no announcement from the conductor. We don't have, we have no idea where we're going, no idea when we're going to move <laughs> because I have no idea if, in, if in the next, um, challenge, if she really is going to be able to push it, I am, I totally expect her to go to fashion week. I'll, I'm just going to call it right here. I really do think they're going to push her to fashion week, but then I'm afraid that she's going to get there and she's just going to make some more boring ass black clothes. <laughs> just, well, we- well, we will see. I guess we will see. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I hope yeah. she goes to Fashion Week, but then I hope I'm wrong about the boring part. I hope so. you're wrong, too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Laurence. Okay, and then last but not least is Roberry in his car dress. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Shanice is a avant guard. This is Avon gone. <laughs> but I will tell you what was avant-garde. Uh-huh. Was her like little eye piece. The, mm-hmm. the eyewear. That was gorgeous. That was so gorgeous. Oh my goodness. You know okay, what? I wish he back, kept that if on. If he would have created a whole look around uh. that, it would have been so beautiful and so sexy. Like lace and like mm-hmm. sheerness with like different colors because you know he likes to bring in that latin flair yeah yeah and oh my goodness and then maybe like cut out the um the sheets and like put it like sewn it into like maybe make like little trinkets where he's actually like sh- sewing in like mm-hmm. little non-geometric like uh, asymmetrical geometric figures into like the the lace or into whatever. So, so oh, basically more layering so and more flowing, which yeah. is his aesthetic. This yeah. is so strange. It's short. It's sexy. It's not Roberry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> exactly. and, you know, I feel like ever since that group challenge where his group sort of forced him to be a little bit sexy and he was just like, ah, I hate this. I, yeah. It's, it's so interesting to me. I think he's, he's been pushed into the, like he can't help himself and um i didn't get this dress i really i you know and i never really understood it when people were like this dress is confusing this to me is confusing <laughs> i don't get what's happening it looks as if it's a knit um bodice like well like the the base of it is is knit mm-hmm. and then he's stitched some stuff on top of it that looks like makes it look like it's inside out but it looks unfinished he also has some weird um like a like a V shape thing at the bottom of her right leg that mm-hmm. looks randomly placed, but I think it's supposed yeah. to finish some line there. Um, the top part is gray. Mm-hmm. Why? I just am I so know. upset by this dress. I don't get it. Um, 
because the way he was working with the materials in the workroom, I thought was really interesting. And I thought that he would have made the whole thing with this dress, but then he's kind of like layering on top of, of, I don't, I don't know. Like they just kind of, they just kind of don't make sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, but I don't know. I just, I, I didn't, I saw where he was going, but Mm -hmm. It just wasn't, it wasn't there for me the way yeah. that it could have been. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I also do like the, the face thing. I, and I wish that she, she just kept it on. Like it just sort of made that it was so, look so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Just keep it I on. Don't take it, it off. From, and from the neck up. From the neck yeah. up. It's, great. <laughs> it's like your hair, exactly. your face, your shoulders. Great. <laughs> with a dress. It's a mess. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So that is the end of our cheat sheet. And of course, you know, as we whittle the um, down the field, you have like all the names of the people we've we've had to say goodbye to in order. Yes. Um, there's so few people left. So um, as we move on to like the judging part, did anything stand out to you in terms of their critique or their feedback or one thing I did notice? Out? Sorry, what <laughs> was that? All the dresses were really short. Except for Aaron's, because she didn't make a dress. She made pants. You know what? You're right. You're right. You are right. Wow, all the silhouettes were very much the same. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm so disappointed. Anyway, <laughs> you know, and at the end we have Heidi saying like, "This was a really, really impressive runway." I was like, "Really, Heidi? Really? You're impressed." <laughs> <laughs> did you have to say this because this is also the Lexus challenge I'm like come on yeah. be real um, definitely but yeah, yeah yeah any 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 thoughts on what the judges said yeah I mean I, I agree on what they said pretty much for the most part there mm-hmm. wasn't anything that really stood out to me that I completely disagreed with I don't mean to be so boring in terms of like oh I disagree I agree mm-hmm. disagreed agree I do think that they all whether I do think we need to kind of have this idea of what avant-garde is because that was so confusing. I mean, it is confusing to say, Oh, it's too costumey. Mm-hmm. And then to like, look at Roberry and to be like, that's not a costume. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> I totally agree with you. And also look at Cornelius and say that, I mean, it's, it's getting to the point where um, that is unfortunately a part of the challenge is figuring it out what it exactly. means and of exactly. course, this is season 15 where you have to know that every season there's, there's going to be an avant-garde challenge. There's going to be, there is going to be one. And exactly. so, um, yeah, it's, it, it is just sort of um, leaving them at a loss. And I can't believe that after this runway, they were okay with what they saw. Exactly. I, I really don't. Yeah. I, and the fact that people like Roberry's outfit, that's the one thing that really stood out to me. I was like, he's on my bracket, so I'm all right. But... Yeah. I don't get and the, it. And the same with Rick too. I felt like he took probably the oh, least amount gosh. of risk. They and loved he was, it. He was praised so yeah, much. They loved it. Mostly because I think out of everything up there, if you just had to compare, his dress made the most sense. Which mm-hmm. to me isn't necessarily. But that was not the point. That was not the point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the lady or Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that someone mentioned that it's not about it being wearable. Yeah, Shiri. Shiri said right? that. 
Because so, everyone else is like, oh, I love it. And she goes, well, I was not excited about it. And I thought that that was the whole point of this. And mm-hmm. he admitted, Rick admitted, I wanted to make something that you could essentially buy off the runway. Why? I know. Why? He did Why would you do that? <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm trying, I'm trying to see if there's anything that stood out to me. Um, and I think it was just, you know, again, they're sort of kicking Laurence and in the butt trying to get her to do something that's not safe because they had nothing bad to say besides the fact that it was, you know, black and, um, just, you know, just very safe, but it was impeccably made. Yeah, it was. She's really good at what she does. Um, Mm -hmm. but who knows? Like if she, if that dress had been falling apart, Logan's would have been going home. (laughs) Exactly. You know, um, whatever. Fine. Um, so I think it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear with, with us and also just with the judges who won this week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do you want to say who won? Yes. Da, da, da. Roberry. <gasps> just kidding. Roberry. Oh my God. With his car dress. April he Fool's. April Fool's. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday Fool's. No, no, no. This is the, uh, this is the avant-garde challenge. That's, that's how you do the avant-garde challenge exactly. you kind of like you so, pull a fast one and then exactly because <laughs> can't be straightforward because that's not avant-garde don't be straightforward exactly. with anything <laughs> <laughs> so the the real winner is um erin i am so happy even though she's been supremely annoying this these past few <laughs> weeks um this is i mean i uh, yeah no hands down hands down the winner so I don't care it was it was great it was amazing um and so and then we have and someone has to go home and do you want to say who goes home you should say it I can't this person was in my top I was having a hard time with this too Majing oh ma it was and I've yeah. He's such a great sport though. Such a great sport. Such a joyful and wonderful spirit. And he's I feeling like they're gonna bring him back. Oh, I hope so. Cause he oh, what do you mean they're gonna bring him back? Like surprise like for all stars or something? Oh, I was just like for all stars. Like I'm I'm pretty I would love to see him come <laughs> back. I mean, it was just the most joyful goodbye and it was, it felt genuine because I think for some other goodbyes, it's, it's clear that the designers are emotionally stunted and they're trying not to cry. But for him, they're like, I don't care. You know, it's like, guys, this is just a, this is a drop in the bucket of my journey. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, I'll, I'll like move on and do amazing things. But no, he was just extremely grateful. And I'm so glad they gave him all my time on the runway when he said goodbye, just like, yeah, no one else a, got that to no tell that else, story. Exactly. He got to make a speech and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was really great. I, t- I tweeted uh-huh. at him right after I watched this. I was Aww. like, let me find him on Twitter and just tweet. I was like, I just was like, you are so wonderful. Thank you so Aww. much. Just, Aww. and also he's, he's like, uh, you know, my like Philly connection and, and Samelia is going to miss him as well. Cause he kind of reminded us of where we used to live. And also, Aww. like, started really, really watching his show. I just, it just, it was just so wonderful. Oh, what a great guy! So, so yeah. He, so we're we're down to our top five. Holy crap! Yeah, top um, five. 
And also, and before we go, so I gave everyone a chance to redo their bracket off the last, Mm -hmm. the last six that we have. And Mm -hmm. um, are you going to change yours or are you going to keep it? Can you remind me of my bracket? Yes. So in your (laughs) bracket, let me, let me bring that up one second (laughs) because I think I, I think I might have sent it. Um, I do have it. Yeah. So I, so I made a bracket finally. And <laughs> now that the season's <laughs> almost over. So, okay. You have Aaron, Cornelius, mm-hmm. and Tasha. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> From way back when. Oh, my Lanta. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to stick with Aaron and Cornelius. Okay. All right. Um, and I'll announce the other bracket. Um, so we have also have team. So that's t- team Shanice is Aaron and Cornelius. Those are the two who are left. And then um, my team will, I'm going to keep it the same. It's going to be Aaron Cornelius and Roberry. Okay. And so, and um, Samelia is Aaron Roberry and I'm giving her Laurence, even though she's in Malaysia, I know she would want Laurence. She had Alex. Okay. And then okay. um, Nalen has changed his up as well. So he's Logans, Rick, and Roberry. Wait, so do I need to pick another one? Because I have two. <laughs> yeah, if you want to. You don't have to. You can keep it. Um, Who do you want to switch say... out for Tasha? Or do you want to oh, keep Tasha? I could Tasha? switch out Tasha for... Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to keep mine. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, be original. This is Take it to the end. <laughs> Oh all right. So I'm going to post that finally on our Facebook page who we all have on our team who's remaining and um, um, right, you know, right before the episode. So, so we'll finally have that to share. I'm so sorry. It's taken me so long, but yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Um, so yeah. And, and so that's, that's it. Before we go, Shanice, do you have anything to plug and um, remind people where they can find you? Hey guys, so you can find me on my newly updated website, which is shaniceariel.com. And um, yeah, so other than that, if you find yourself in Chelsea, just come by the gallery and say hello. Uh, And other than that, happy holidays. And where is this gallery and what is the name of this gallery? The name of the gallery is Tina Kim Gallery. Mm -hmm. I work for Tina Kim and our current exhibition is Park Sebo. It's a really wonderful exhibition on this Danzaqua artist. Uh, and our, these paintings are focusing on his black and white series from the late 1990s to the early 2000s. Yay! Sounds exciting. <laughs> and I will be down there to see it as well. Yes, you have to. It's really great. It's a really yeah. great show. And, um, of course, you can find me on my website, ernazdavis.com. <laughs> The links are also in the link section for that. <laughs> and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And um, yeah, I'm fresh back in Brooklyn from Houston. If anyone is in Houston, I am um, up at the Houston Center of Photography in their current show, um, The Surface of Things. And um, it is open um, until January 15th. So go and take a look at it. It's in the whole Manila Center that's so cool so, i'm going to houston for the holidays partly so i'm definitely oh my goodness, gonna go please go oh i love it <laughs> not because i'm in it but because the show in, it, in and of itself is just so great i'm very honored <laughs> to be in it it is crazy anyway all right so 
once again thank you guys for listening it's been so much fun don't forget to subscribe and uh we will see you next week all right so see you next week see you next week guys bye bye I came here with 16 cents in my pocket, and I've done things I never thought I would do, like ride a helicopter, and I won my relationship back with my mom, and it's a lot of things that I never thought I would do at 28, but this is not the last you're gonna see of me, so. I started sewing at 11 years old. My grandma taught me how to sew, and she passed away in 2012 with ovarian cancer, and I told her I would never give up. My daughter came, and she's my angel and now I'm doing things I thought I would never do. Thank you. Top six, I mean, come on.